Hi, my name is Barry Manandi and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. And the team referred to in that billboard are our producer, Sean Tafirinika, and the team behind the mic, Mike Madoda, Chris Meadzi, Alois Bunjira. My name is Barry Manandi. We have assembled to bring you the Tuesday edition of ZFM Sport. Going to be a good one, and you can look forward to stories such as on the home front where Highlanders have reportedly fired head coach Mandla Lulumpofu, assistant Bekte Mandlovu, and welfare manager Vesigama Dlodlo, uh, following a string of poor results. In our Formula One report, probably brought to you by Zamorko. It's a Tuesday staple. A Formula One world champion Max Verstappen says he prefers being the hunter in this year's title race against Charles Leclerc as Red Bull's charge gathers pace ahead of the Spanish Grand Prix. In Around the World in 60, we have updates from India, England and France. In the second half of the show, it's all about the beautiful game and we'll kick off in the Bundesliga where we have a special guest in the studio. His Excellency, the German ambassador to Zimbabwe, Udo Volz. And of course, he is with us for another exciting edition of Beat the Bot Shaft. Uh, Your Excellency, welcome to ZFM Sport. Thank you very much. Good to be back. Yeah, good to be back. And of course, we'll be hearing a lot more from the German ambassador a bit later on. And you stand the chance to win some fantastic prizes courtesy of the German embassy. Being a Tuesday, we'll head to France where embattled PSG coach Mauricio Pochettino said that the team can rebuild from their latest Champions League failure, but admitted that the 10th French League title was not enough. And Arsenal manager Mikel Arteta tore into his side after the 2-0 Premier League defeat at Newcastle United saying their performance was nowhere near the level needed to play in the Champions League. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. The Home Front, local sports news and analysis. All right, so news filtering in is that Highlanders have reportedly fired uh, head coach Mandla Lulumpofu, assistant Big Tim and Lovu, and welfare manager Vizigama Jodlo, uh, following a string of poor results. Joe Lupata, who joined from uh, joined the club uh, from first division side Golden Eagles in March, has reportedly survived the axe. According to sources, it is, however, not clear if goalkeepers coach Julius Ndlovu uh, and fitness trainer Harold Nachi survived the chop. Let's get more details from Malawi based football pundit. Uh, well, Highlanders are yet to confirm uh, this. We understand uh, that uh, it's uh, something they discussed with uh, the coach and uh, it was said to be continued, uh, say, by Thursday in terms of uh, uh, his uh, dismissal from Highlanders Football Club. Uh, but if indeed uh, he is to go, maybe Highlanders have looked at the way they are 
honored the log. Maybe they've looked at uh, their ambition, uh, what uh, they want to achieve. Uh, maybe they had set the coach a target which uh, uh, he has not uh, reached. But the pressure has been mounting, and uh, we understand that uh, even before some of the matches, uh, uh, we understand there will be talks that uh, if uh, uh, he loses, he will uh, be fired, something like that. But somehow. Uh, they will uh, uh, end up picking a result uh, that is uh, Highlanders, uh, especially key games like uh, the 1-1 draw against Caps United and those uh, two matches when they came from uh, um, two goals down to draw with Cranbourne Bullets as well as the Bulawayo Chiefs. So I think it's something that has been uh, uh, coming, uh, not always easy to, to coach Highlanders, everyone coming up uh, uh, with his own ideas in terms of um, what they want uh, for their team and uh, the big question now is if uh, uh, he is to go who is going to replace him quite interesting uh, Joel Lupatla has uh, remained in the system are they going to give him the job or he is going to remain as an assistant we hear they've been talking to Kelvin Kayindo whether he'll return we wait to see we also hear that uh, Dijon has also been linked with a possible return uh, to the club we all know what he has been doing uh, online uh, uh, praising a lot uh, Highlanders uh, so maybe uh, there is that indication that he might be coming back. There is also talk of Amini Somapiri also returning uh, to, to the club it's one thing uh, firing uh, Mandlampofu and it's another thing as well uh, looking for the right replacement for him in terms of uh, uh, coaching Highlanders. So we wait to see uh, what will happen? Highlanders are not uh, confirming uh, that dismissal as yet, although it does look like uh, uh, Lulu might just be leaving Chilamoy. See. Uh, the voice there of Bulaya uh, based uh, football pundit and friend of the show, Muziwetu Khadebe, and putting uh, a, a nice um, a bow on this story, uh, Alois. And you've got to say, he's absolutely right that it's, it's a little bit of a. Uh, Listen, it's a bolt from the blue in terms of it coming now, but it's not entirely unexpected. Yeah, it's something that uh, a lot of people expected. Uh, the writing was on the wall, though. You know, I think, remember we, we, when we say that, that the the Highlanders Dynamo's game is a reprieve. It might just it might delay. Just, yeah. Yes, but uh, he, the next game might be the one. The he was a dead one man might walking, be the one. Yeah. yeah, so I actually thought that they realized that, you know what, we, we might as well do it now mm. you know why when when we have this kind of situation then let's just do it now but I'm I don't think there's anybody who is surprised by the by the call that has been made by the Islanders I actually want to comment the, the if, if it is confirmed I want yeah. to commend Islanders because uh, they, they've made what I believe is the right move and at the right time yeah. uh, league action has been suspended, suspended uh, so yeah. this is the best time to press the reset button yeah. try and get a new man uh, in the door uh, Joel Lupatla has survived the axe he's in temporarily in charge of the team so he's able to hold fort whilst uh, the search for a new coach uh, happens uh, there is talk that uh, it's Kelvin Kayindu there was also talk about Gavin Hunt but mm. I don't think Gavin Hunt is the long-term solution uh, for Highlanders because yeah. uh, if any job offer comes from South Africa his native land he'll go back to South Africa yeah, exactly. so you're looking yeah, at, yeah, a, at the, I, you know and jobs will always be there in South mm. Africa you know someone is going to be uh, fired from one of the teams um, 
in the Gauteng region, yeah. uh, some of the teams, teams in Pumalanga and Limpopo, he's always going to get a job offer. This is a guy who's coasted cheaper. Yeah. Uh, so he is very willing to go to the <laughs> very bottom to- of the barrel uh, <laughs> to earn his keep. So yeah. uh, he's not a long-term solution. But uh, Kelvin Kayundu, for me, yeah. knows the club very well. Yeah. Former player, yeah. former coach, mm. has got an excellent rapport with the fans. Yeah. So he understands the fans. They love him. And he knows the expectations that are there at Highlanders. He's also a cultural fit because he speaks the language and he doesn't need to acclimatize having spent so many years out in Bulawayo. So for me, it's a no-brainer. If you're looking for a coach who will be able to give the club a lift on and off the field, I think KK is the man. And he's presently with uh, Zanako out in, in, in Zambia. He's in a nice, cushy job. But uh, as you pointed out, uh, I think Highlanders is also a bit of uh, unfinished business for Kelvin Kayindu. Of course, coached very well. Some 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 good years where they were runners-up to Dynamos. And he uh, lost the, on goal difference a couple goal, of times. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and twice, on goal yeah. difference. So he that is definitely unfinished business. He would want to win a league title uh, with Highlanders. Other names that have been thrown around, Chris... Uh, Peter De Jong has been mentioned yeah. and uh, he, might, he might make a bounce back and uh, uh, listen if, if, if we're just talking in pure footballing terms it's a squad that might suit his style of play because there's a lot of energy in that yeah, uh, Highlanders yeah. setup. Yeah and we saw the last time um, when he was out at Highlanders before he got nicked by FC Platinum we saw Highlanders playing some good football and not just playing pretty patterns we saw Highlanders start to get the goals we saw them competing with the best of the best I think um, at the end of the season in the Challenge Cup, they actually beat FC Platinum when yep. they were under yep. De Jong. So it's it's the kind of squad that he'd do very well with. And to be honest, it would be a, a little bit of a, a, a coming home. De Jong loved being in Zimbabwe, <laughs> just taking a look at what he what he continues to say about the place and his continued interest in football in Zimbabwe. And that's from a footballing perspective. From a cultural perspective, he might be a tough one no, because he's, you know he's, he's hard. He's, he's hard to he's work. High with. maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. Very high. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think uh, the Highlanders hierarchy will be willing to 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 go through what they went with him again yeah. uh, good coach yes and of course uh, brought that Dutch flair but I just thought he was a bit uh, high maintenance uh, and they'll be able to get of course uh, uh, better prospects elsewhere let me just read this message Barry from Tino Saki who says sacking coaches at Borsa do they know what they want give coaches time like a whole season but the truth is Mandla got plenty of time he got plenty of time uh, uh, let's look at his, his record guys the last time we looked at it before the Dynamo's game what was it three wins and 14 yeah. That's it's, three wins and 14 is not a return that you want from a coach it's not going to get any better especially uh, for that squad uh, for that sort of squad that he had and it, also when you take a look at how the, just the length of a season I think sometimes fans want to continue to wait but the longer you stay with a coach who's not a good fit for a club the longer the damage goes on for, and you'd rather just nip that and, in the bud and make the decision and the longer it's going to take uh, to fix the, the other name that has been thrown in I don't think that will excite the Highlanders uh, family and that is Amin Somapiri uh, he had the job at one stage um, was in an interim uh, uh, capacity and it didn't look like it quite worked out for him at Highlanders. Yeah, I don't think he had that repertoire, that connection with the, with the fans like uh, Mike described about Kelvin Kayindu. You know, sometimes you, you we always say that when you want a team to succeed, everything must come together. Yep. That is the connection between the fans, the administration, the players, even the tea lady, the offices, yeah. everybody must be one. They must be focused on one thing. Once the other starts dragging on the, in the opposite direction, it becomes a problem because you you know we know that uh, I mean Sumitiri was not uh, was not he didn't have good connection with every with everything that was happening yeah, and for sure it was it was not it was not quite uh, quite the uh, the way things were supposed to be so I still believe I agree with Mike 100 percent that if they want somebody to actually KK. give them a lift 
KK is the man. Well, Master Bex out in Bulawayo agrees with you. He says, guys, I believe the sacking of Lulu was prolonged. We need a Bosolona blooded son, KK or De Jong. Uh, then Joe continues as assistant. Assistant. I think that, that seems to be the succession plan. Uh, and uh, as, as you pointed out, Mike, uh, the hope is that they've already concluded uh, matters with KK, possibly personal terms, uh, to remain. And he'll have the time during this uh, break, as it were, uh, to, to get his team right. Uh, hi, guys. Three wins and 14 games for Mandla. That's bad. More like the record for the Warriors coach before Mapeza. Yes. Uh, good decision <laughs> by Highlanders. So uh, the majority of fans backing the move by Highlanders uh, to find Mandla Lulumpofu and of course uh, start the process of getting a new coach uh, during this period where there's allowing action in the domestic league. The only question we need to answer is whether Joe Lupata is going to be given the Ford Everest while he's an interim charge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very oh, you had to bring up the Ford so, Everest. So, so, so Mandla, need to, I need to call Joe straight after the, 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 the so, show. So Mandla, Ma- Mandla's got a hand in the keys then. Immediately. This, this a company vehicle. Yeah, Unless so, yeah. they yeah. had a personal they, term, yeah. he's got a leave the car it's do a you, company so vehicle so Josh would be having it Josh do you think do you think he's going to do the right thing and hand it in with a full uh, tank of gas tank, oh, no. <laughs> oh goodness no he's going to run him out to Vic Fours and come back so much has left Highlanders Joe is an interim charge and we'll keep you appraised as to what's happening at Borso as it happens right here on ZFM Sport. We'll take you around uh, a, sport, a local sports news roundup uh, before we dive into our Formula One report. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba, my tourist super striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. We'll start off with some cricket news. Way Zimbabwe captain Craig Irvine and Namibian opener Divan Lacock both scored important half centuries, but it was Irvine who triumphed as the Chevrons won the first T20 international of five match series by seven runs at Queen's Sports Club this afternoon. Irvine top scored with 55 unbeaten for the host as they batted first and amassed 153 for the loss of four wickets on a slow wicket. Namibia then fell short for 146 for five after 20 overs despite Lacock 66 from 40. Balls. The second T20 International of the series will be played at the same venue on Thursday. Head over to some golf news. Harare Royal Harare Golf Club professional golfer Robson Chinoy believes the career low round of 60 he posted at the Cote d'Ivoire Open on Saturday has provided him with a timely confidence boost ahead of the Zim- Open Championship, which tees off on Thursday. Chinoy warmed up for his home tournament in spectacular fashion after carding a sensational round of 12 under par 60 on his way to a second place finish. The 31-year-old rising star who has enjoyed remarkable success on Kenya-based safari tour over the last couple of years put on a dominant display at the president golf club in Yamusukro by firing 10 birdies and an eagle on his way to setting a new course record. Finish off with some netball news where Zimbabwe head coach Ropa Fadzum Tsauki says the scheduled tour of the UK for the Gems for a series of friendly matches in July will give his players much needed international exposure. Zimbabwe have been invited to play friendly games against some of the top European countries in Manchester, England in July. Scotland, Northern Ireland and Republic of Ireland have already confirmed their participation.
International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. From sunny Melbourne to the streets of Monaco, the deserts of Bahrain to the jungles of Brazil, get up to speed on the Formula One report. The Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Specialized service for special brands and one of those brands is Mitsubishi and today we want to tell you about the Mitsubishi Triton single cab which is durable powerful and comfortable for those long days at the office are packed with advanced technology to keep you and your team safe Triton is available in 4x2 or 4x4 to get you and your team to where you need to go tough jobs call for dependable power the Mitsubishi Triton single cab is powered by a super responsive 2.4 liter Myvec turbo diesel engine boasting 133 kilowatts of power and 430 newton meters of torque at just 2,500 revs per minute. The diesel Triton's low low down grunt means serious cargo capacity with a brake towing capacity of 3,000 kgs constructed with lightweight materials including an aluminium block. The engine is among the smoothest, quietest and most effective engines on the market combining outstanding performance and unfussed efficiency in one potent package you want to stay tuned to zfm stereo for more Z. All right, in Formula One, world champion Max Verstappen says he prepare, prefers uh, being the hunter in this year's title race against Charles Leclerc as Red Bull's charge gathers pace ahead of the Spanish Grand Prix. Verstappen uh, won last year's title in dramatic fashion after hanging on despite Lewis Hamilton's form in a Mercedes car that was quicker than Red Bull's at the end of the season. Red Bull boss uh, Christian Horner says they still need to make improvements on the car to aid their championship chase. You know, you saw in Imola how quickly things can move around, and I think we've got some interesting races coming up. You know, the cars, the cars running well. I think you know we've got uh, you know some some developments hopefully coming later in the summer that will help as well. We need to save a little bit of weight, um, but uh, no, generally, you know, I think we're on a good trajectory. If we need to lose, you know, a couple of kilos off the car, tire deg is is then a result of weight. You know, so there's there's it's all those little incremental gains that you're always always chasing. Uh, let me let me find out from the German ambassador here. Uh, Your Excellency, what, what do you think is better, being the chaser or being chased? Would you rather be at the top of the standings like Ferrari is presently, of, of course with Charles Leclerc, or would you rather be in Max Verstappen's uh, uh, position where he's chasing, and he's chasing very well? I prefer to be in the, in the pole position in the front because what you got, you got. You can always try to defend it, and you have a certain advance over your... Uh, follower of the one behind you, so mm. I prefer to be in the first, first spot. So, bird in the hand, the ambassador says, Mike, but uh, Max Verstappen seems to say that he loves chasing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's got to talk himself up, uh, and uh, he has to do that this season, and I think he's got the car to be able to do that, uh, because if you take a look at Red Bull, uh, I think their car just seems to be slightly better uh, mm. than the rest of the cars on the grid. If they can sort of like get rid of some of the unreliability issues around that, yeah. we've seen that the straight line speed that the 
the Red Bull possesses is far superior to Ferrari. Mm. Yes, Ferrari seems to handle a lot better around the turns. Yeah. Uh, and but the problem is the majority of tracks that you have in Formula One have got long straights. Yeah. Uh, and those long straights are the ones that where a Red Bull is going to give Max Verstappen um, an advantage. But uh, I do agree with the ambassador. Mm. It's almost like Man City and Liverpool right now. <laughs> yeah, well, Man City yeah. is holding all the aces yeah. because they're out in front. It's in their uh, hands. And it's in their hands. Uh, so you'd rather be at the front because yeah. you've got two options, defend or you can carry on and attack mm. and increase your lead. So you've got options, whereas if you're chasing, yeah. there's only one option, which is chase. <laughs> Very briefly, Chris, uh, right now, Red Bull has the car. They have the driver in Max Verstappen. Mm. Even though Ferrari and Leclerc are leading, You've got to say that the the aces seem to be in Red Bull's hands. They, they really do seem that way. It's just unfortunate that those two DNFs at the beginning of the season happened. I think they might cause a little more trouble in terms of points later on in the season mm. um, than we would think. Um, we've always seen these races to come down to, I think last season came down to a single point yeah. difference. So when you take a look at just how much two DNFs can cost you across an entire season, they've got everything going for them but the mistakes might have already been made well, let's go to Blau your Valentine has got in touch thank you so much for tuning in Valentine you say the chaser is good the leader is always under pressure uh, <laughs> I believe the chaser is always under pressure the, the, under ch- pressure the chaser is always under yeah. pressure as well it's like in a penalty shootout if yeah. you're if you're if you're uh, taking second you're always under pressure if the person in front of you or the team in front of you has scored their penalty so I think the both has have different sets of pressure but either way, they're both pressurized. Someone <laughs> did a study on uh, the top five leagues in Europe as far as penalty shootouts is concerned. The team that chooses to take their penalties first, just according to an analysis mm. of the data, has got a 61% chance of winning. Of winning. So yeah. it's better to be in it front. Be the one, yeah, the ambassador it. knows best, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Trust the ambassador. The Solos in Cheetown says Hamilton Anescoro Scoro this season. I mean, the Mercedes. <laughs> Hamilton. I mean, I mean, it's a track. One Grand Prix, he was he was lapped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just embarrassing. It's a tractor. And and you know what? We got the German ambassador in the in the studio, so we won't say too much about Mercedes. Let's tell you a bit more about <laughs> the Mitsubishi Triton single cab. Yeah, we're talking about the Triton single cab. Now it is a power-assisted rack and pinion steering and compact wheelbase that allow an outstandingly tight turning circle of 11.8 meters, making navigating narrow roads and crowded work sites all part of a day's work. You know they've included the three-point turn. I think in the in the road test nowadays, don't they? Mm, yes, they have. Yeah, uh, and it's important. You can knock it out. Yeah, oh, easy. You've Chris, you've, you've been in the turn? car when I have. Yeah, I've got my license. <laughs> No, 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 no. That, that, in Zimbabwe, that doesn't mean anything. Yes, it does. We had to do two tests. That doesn't tests. mean anything. We had to do VID. You had to do CMED first, mm-hmm. then you did VID. So you I'm, had to pass two tests. I'm okay? glad you did that because there are people with licenses that didn't do that, that test. <laughs> but anyway, the, the three-point turn, if you're going to do it in the Mitsubishi Triton single cab, is going to be very easy to pull off. Now, take control of driving in any driving conditions with Triton six-speed manual gearbox.
box. The shot throw gear lever and a light action clutch offer precise shifts and make long days a breeze. Easy select four-wheel drive on the 4x4 Triton single cab models offers two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive high and low range. An easy to operate four-wheel drive selected dial allows you to switch between the two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive on the move at speeds under 100 kilometers per hour. Mitsubishi Motors Intuitive Technology or MyTech combines a range of innovative technologies into one integrated system that works constantly to keep you safe, comfortable and entertained every single time you drive. Passive and active safety systems work in unison, alerting, guiding and reacting to help keep you and your passengers safe. Key features of the MyTech technology are active stability control, hill start assist, rear view camera, anti-lock braking system and electronic brake force distribution, active traction control and trailer stability assist. Now the Mitsubishi Triton single cab has a pack horse payload. A pilot on the Triton can take it. Uh, Four by four single cab models feature heavy duty suspension are for big burdens matched to all-terrain tires for greater grip off-road. The Triton is built for maximum stability and traction with and without a payload. Uh, it's robust, rigid chassis. Um, chassis, as uh, <laughs> it's it's called, yes. called, yes. You might have lost <laughs> the, yeah, all the listeners when you said chassis. <laughs> it's robust, rigid chassis. Uh, contributes to safe, predictable handling and its cab is aerodynamically uh, di- designed for effect uh, stability on the highway. Advanced front double wishbone suspension and extra reinforcement in the rear frame provide feedback and solidity even with heavy loads on board. 4x4 Traction keeps uh, Triton working when the going gets tough. You'll be blown away by the Mitsubishi single cab's strong, rugged body, advanced safety features, roomy, comfortable cabin and outstanding off-road capabilities all for an unbeatable drive-away price of just 33,000 US dollars which includes 3 years or 100,000 kilometer warranty whichever comes first and a first free service with Zimoko at 10,000 kilometers. Don't wait. Get in touch with Zimoko and test drive the Mitsubishi Triton single cab for yourself. Stock is immediately available. Mitsubishi engineered beyond tough. The Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko specialized service for special brands. Hi, you're listening to ZFM Sport. My name's Graham Sharp, and I'm the first Zimbabwean to take on the Dakar Rally in a bike. Z. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We'll take off in India where the Delhi Capitals produced an impressive bowling effort to claim a solid 17-run win over the Punjab Kings in their RPL clash at the... DRDY Patil Sports Academy in Mumbai last night. Shadul Thakur was the star of the Capitals with figures for f- of 4 for 36 in his four overs as he helped his side restrict Punjab to 142 for 9, chasing 160 to win, but he was cruelly denied a five-wicket haul when David Warner dropped a simple catch in the final over of the match. In news from England, Owen Farrell has been included in a 36-man England training squad ahead of a tour of Australia after missing the whole of the Six Nations with an ankle injury. The fly half who had been England's captain has twice undergone ankle surgery this season but has since proved his
Tottenham's form and fitness with English club side Saracens. And we'll touch down in France where Rafael Nadal has moved to ease, concerned about his injury problems ahead of the French Open, posting a picture of himself training in full flow at his academy in Mallorca with the caption, see you on Wednesday, Paris. The record 13-time Roland Garros champion had said last week that daily training was a challenge and he would take a doctor with him to Paris after a chronic foot injury flared up during his defeat by Denis Shapovalov at the Italian Open. Instagram follow us on Instagram. Keep us in your timeline. You don't want to miss it. Take a picture of me. See it, share it. The big leagues, the big teams, the big players. The beautiful game on CFM Sport. Horsepower unmatched. Talk to beat the best. Speed unrivaled. Sleek and easy on the eye. Let's get behind the wheel of football engineered to perfection. The Bundesliga, made in Germany. The Bundesliga report is brought to you by the German Embassy. Follow the Embassy Facebook page and you could win big. Yes, a German Bundesliga, of course, a football made in Germany. And we do have a special guest. You may have heard his dulcet tones already. And that's His Excellency, the German ambassador to Zimbabwe, Udo Volz. Uh, once again, we'll welcome you onto ZFM Sports, sir. And of course, it's uh, bound to be another exciting edition as we talk German football. And uh, beat the bot shaft. Barry mentioned it earlier. Uh, that's a competition where you can win some fantastic prizes. And we want to congratulate our Beat the Botschaft winners, Godfrey Gwande, who won a cool Bayern Munich jersey. Yes, you heard correctly. Mm. Bayern Munich jersey, exactly the same one won, worn by Thomas Muller and Robert Lewandowski and Joshua Kimmich, the exact one. He's walked away with that. And then Luke Pencil, who won a Borussia Dortmund jersey? I think I'd have picked that one, Barry. <laughs> and I'd have picked the Bayern Munich because it was it was actually sim- a brilliant symmetry. Dortmund fan, you are. I'm a, a, a Bayern Munich fan, so it'll have been perfect. I, I think you're surrounded by Dortmund fans uh, throughout. Yeah, I am. Yeah, the rest, the rest of the Alois entirety. is a Dortmund fan. <laughs> yeah. Chris is a Dortmund yeah. fan. I'm a Dortmund fan. And Sean is a Dortmund fan as well. So uh, it's all yellow in the so, studio. So everyone knows how the Golden Eagles colours were decided <laughs> by a vote. <laughs> we, we've, never asked, we've never asked you, uh, your Ambassador, which team do you support? Do you still support a team? Do you still pin your, your, your flag to the mast, as it were? My home team is Freiburg, so I have had a good year. Ah, Freiburg. Oh, very good year. Oh, nice. Excellent. I, I, I like that. And um, so you Europa. The same model as, as perhaps in a lot of European countries where you're probably loyal to your local team. I'm, local, I'm loyal to a local team. As a small boy, I was very close to Bayern Munich, I must admit. Mm-hmm. Later on, switched for the top teams to Freiburg, uh, to Dortmund. But now, as Freiburg is among the top teams, it's easy to be home. <laughs> your, your favorite player of all time. Ui, that's a, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, Uli Hoeneß. Uli Hoeneß. Yep. Uli Hoeneß. Wow. Wow. Okay, I thought you were going to go with uh, Kurt Muller. Yeah, uh, yeah Kurt Muller. I mean, it's easy to be his fan. I mean, he was fantastic. I mean, yeah. uh, the body control that he had, I would like to have it. I mean, it <laughs> 
<laughs> and then one last one, Lothar Mateus or Matthias Sama. Who would you pick if you were to make a call? You're a coach. Who, who, who do you coach? pick? Matthias Sommer. Matthias Sommer. I agree with you. I know a lot of people will go no, with a lot of Matthias for me. I'll go with Matthias Sommer. Okay, so let's beat the botshaft happens on the German uh, embassy uh, Facebook page. Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, simply search for them on uh, Facebook and you'll be able to take part in that very interesting competition with lots and lots of great prizes to be won. And also on the German embassy uh, Harare Facebook page, there are lots of updates as to what the German embassy is up to. Uh, in Zimbabwe because it's not just about the football uh, there's lots happening so follow that Facebook page and of course next season you'll be able to participate in bot- Beat the Bot Shaft uh, where you try to predict the games uh, or the results of games against sometimes even uh, the ambassador and uh, should you get more correct than the ambassador you win great prizes but those initiatives uh, one of which that the embassy is, is conducting uh, was participating in the Europe Day uh, which was celebrated on the 9th of May joining uh, in with other embassies uh, from Europe uh, in Harare. How did that go? It went very well because we're all happy to be able to, to meet again and a lot of people followed the invitation to that special day. And it's as a feature which I think a lot of people enjoyed, which is that we had food stands from all of the member states with traditional food, very specialized cuisine, so to speak. And it was a, a very nice sunny day. And so at lunchtime, <laughs> it was a good time to be there. Traditional foods and, and which traditional food apart from German food, <laughs> captured your attention most? Um, I would say the, the Portuguese. They have these wonderful sweets um, that you get for dessert. Yeah. And, um, well, I'll never say no to Portuguese chicken, I'll tell you what. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> and also, we, we, we understand that you've called for submissions for the, um, I think it's the Video Nail 19. Um, what, what's that all about? Yeah, that's about um, movie makers and uh, video films. So this is a kind of remote competition. But we also have other programs that have restarted now with this spring being in Europe. So at the moment, there's also a German, uh, sorry, a Zimbabwean theater director, Leutnir Cazzino. He's in Berlin at the Berlin um, Theater Festival. And I think it's really a, a great opportunity for him to catch up with the modern theater in, in Germany. Oh, wonderful. And that came through, the, obviously, the partnership with, with, with the embassy and uh, you assisted in that, in that regard? Yes, so we had nominated him to be part of that group that was going to Berlin and awesome. uh, he was... Uh, taken into this group and I think he's really enjoying his time at the festival. Lots happening with the German embassy in Harare and uh, just before we talk about the Bundesliga there's actually the embassy is participating in local, uh, local football <laughs> and we understand that you're, you're supporting some youngsters in uh, Victoria Falls Breakaway uh, Football Club. Uh, how's that going? That's going very well because they convinced us because the breakaway is meant to break away from maybe temptations that are not good for youngsters. So football is regarded as an opportunity for them to come together and not to fall, uh, let's say, prey to alcohol, drugs or other things. Oh, wonderful. And so we, we just helped some small, some teams with some small um, accessoires. I mean, football is like you, we bring them here sometimes just to give them a bit of uh, recognition and uh, motivation to keep mm. going on that kind of um, taking youngsters on a, on a good track. Wonderful. And of course, uh, the German embassy might be based here in Arari, but they're doing a lot of work around the country, not least of all in Victoria Falls uh, with that breakaway football club uh, that is keeping a lot of youngsters engaged and away uh, from the drug culture that's currently pervading many communities in Zimbabwe. Let's give you uh, the final Bundesliga standings here before we hear again from His Excellency. Uh, the league was decided several weeks ago with Bayern Munich crowned champions. Borussia Dortmund 
finishing in second place and Bayer Leverkusen in third. RB Leipzig snapping up the fourth and final Champions League place. Two teams qualifying for the Europa League. That's Union Berlin as well as Freiburg, your team, uh, will be playing in Europe this coming season. And then in the Conference League, which is now the third <laughs> tier of competition in Europe, it is Cologne who finished on 52 points and in seventh place relegated in last place Greuther Firth they are going down Aminia Bielefeld uh, they are relegated and then Hertha Berlin will be getting into the playoffs to determine whether they stay up or they go down to Bundesliga 2 the net result your excellency is that we've got one of the biggest clubs in Europe and certainly one of the monsters of German football returning to the Bundesliga and that is Schalke Ophir That's great news, I think. Um, it's such a traditional club which such a huge follower, a number of followers in, in the region. And they really got a, a winning streak in the end. I mean, mm. they had started off very weak after they had been relegated last year, but then really uh, got traction and in the finishing, they were really, really strong. And of course, uh, that uh, means uh, the uh, derby uh, with uh, Borussia Dortmund yes. will be back. Uh, yeah, and that's back. always a, a passionate affair. Yes. Uh, you know, whether it's played in Dortmund or Gerselkirchen. What, uh, what is it? How do you Gelsenkirchen. Gelsenkirchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whether it's played there, it's always a passionate affair. Uh, and it's going to be a very interesting game. And of course, the Bayern Munich champions for the turn consecutive time. Uh, what did you make of this past season? Isn't it boring? I mean, <laughs> I think it's about time that, that uh, Bayern Munich is going to be challenged seriously. And uh, I can only hope that Dortmund, with his, some changes they have, I mean, Haaland going, that's a tough one. Um, Lewandowski is, is, Lewandowski is, is, is moving from well. Bayern Munich. That's a big Munich. blow for Bayern Munich. So Bayern Munich may change a bit the system. You know, they have got some good forward players, so it may be more, more of an equal distribution between like Gnabry and Sané and Müller still being around. Oh. But we could see them maybe changing tactics in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And the other thing in, the, in this league was this year that clubs like Wolfsburg and Mönchengladbach, who had high expectations, yes, they, they failed. They and they the failed, minute yeah. the, the season ended, and, they fired and, the coach. And also, it must be exciting to have uh, Eintracht Frankfurt in the final of the Europa uh, taking on Rangers that, that, that's got to be exciting as well for the league albeit that they finished in 11th position they're still in a, in a European final they are really a cup team I mean they, <laughs> they really showed that they can make it in the knockout rounds and they, they displayed really really well in that competition mm. and I think they deserve it And they they also have a very a great audience to oh. also push them a lot through Atmosphere, this competition. Absolutely, yeah. That those home matches yeah. were something to behold. So I think we're going we're gonna to see. I think the great equalizer is going to be uh, Dortmund and Bayern Munich uh, losing their two big strikers. Strikers, see yeah. How they yeah. plug the holes, and uh, we've got our listener from Poland here, and uh, he has got in touch, and he says, "I know you guys are particular about pronunciation in Poland." The W's are pronounced as V's. Now that answers someone who asked me why I call him, call him Robert Lewandowski. It's okay. because it's actually a V yeah. rather than a W. Yeah, Lewandowski. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So yeah. Uh, uh, he's weighed in and uh, he's <laughs> sent us that, which is uh, excellent. Thank you. So we got uh, listeners from Poland. I hope we start getting a few from Germany. Soon. Yes, yeah, exactly. exactly. You're gonna see how the Spanish gonna put down it. Excellent. So that was uh, the Bundesliga report. Uh, And it's proudly brought to you by the German Embassy today. And of course, oh, we got a ball to give away. Yeah, we got a ball to give away. Uh, and uh, we're going to ask a very, very simple question, mm. Barry. And uh, shoot. Uh, 
Who is the top striker who is leaving Bayern Munich this ah. season? <laughs> Oh, no. That's easy. easy. Okay, let, let, easy. let's test whether people were actually listening. You got to spell it right. To, to what? No, to what? Uh, the the ambassador. We asked the uh, ambassador to choose between uh, Lothar Matthias and Matthias Summer. Yes. Who did he pick? There's a question. Who did he pick? And he gave us his answer. Who did he pick between those yeah. two iconic midfielders, liberos, both of them, uh, great ambassadors, and of course, great servants of German football. Uh, one associated with Bayern Munich, and the other one with Borussia Dortmund. Dortmund yeah. uh, but they. Uh, made great strides for the national team and he picked one let us know which one he picked send us your answer on our whatsapp platform and uh, towards the end of the show we'll be announcing a winner and you would have won yourself a football courtesy of the german embassy if you want to know the platform it's our whatsapp platform 0731-168-045 that's 0731-168-045 i can tell you that the answers guys are no, streaming in eh? streaming in And now the king of them all. Enjoy the taste of French football on ZFM Sport. Let's go to France where embattled PSG coach Mauricio Pochettino said that the team can rebuild from their latest Champions League failure but has admitted that the 10th French League title was not enough. Amid repeated media reports that the Qatari-owned French Giants are looking for a new coach, Pochettino spoke out during a brief trip to Doha where he could meet up with club president Nasser El Khalaifi. No surprises that there's going to be speculation, Alois, about uh, Pochettino and whether he remains in charge at PSG because even though they won the league title, their season has been underwhelming. Yeah, it was. It was underwhelming. You remember that the past two seasons they've been competing in the camp, uh, in the cover in the in the, the, calf, the, the in the European Champions League. So obviously this season, you know, with the amount of investment that they've done with Lionel Messi coming on board, they expected to do better. They thought that they could actually do one step better win the Champions League because it's a given that they're going to win the the, the French League one. And uh, I think that's where the problem is because they didn't really uh, fail. You know, as far as the French League is concerned, but they didn't also succeed where they, where it mattered most. They wanted the Champions League because even even in the French League, they won the league, yes, but the play was not really flattering throughout the season. It wasn't flattering throughout the season. And now let's give you a Zim player watch. Marshall Monet, he was on target as he helped his uh, stud, the Reims side, uh, to a 2-1 win over San Etienne. And then Tinotinda Kadewere was an unused substitute in the Yon's 3-2 win over nonsense. Uh, Chris, you've got to say that uh, a lot of concern uh, over Tinotenda Kadewere. He is now a bit part French player mm. uh, at Lyon and probably, uh, listen, he'll probably be looking to move away from the club yeah. uh, this coming uh, summer. 100%. I think when you take a look at his most recent performances and just the, op- the few opportunities I think in the, towards the end of the season where he's been participating, it doesn't inspire a lot of confidence and I think he himself will want to go to a place where he's going to be getting a lot more 
regular game time and possibly cash in a bit more because he is uh, getting a little bit older. He's getting to that place where he's only got a few moves left and now is the time to make those moves. Okay, we are in the company of uh, the German ambassador here in the studio and there's a competition that we are currently running on our WhatsApp platform where you could win yourself uh, a football courtesy of the German embassy. All you have to do is if you were listening carefully earlier on, you would have heard the pick that the ambassador's excellency made between Matthias Sommer as well as Lothar Matthias. Who did he pick as his choice between those two iconic German footballers? Send us your answer on our WhatsApp platform. Quick update out of Italy. Lazio manager Mauricio Sarri has stressed that the club will try and hold on to midfielder. Sergei Milankovic Savic but vowed to keep him away from other Serie A sides if he does depart. Milankovic Savic has been tipped to leave Lazio for what feels like an eternity but with just two years remaining on his contract there has been suggestions that at the end of the season he could finally exit the club. He's been repeatedly buried, linked with Manchester United for example yep. and with Popper exiting and heading to Serie A uh, talks that he's returning to Juventus mm. uh, this guy could be a perfect fit and an ideal replacement. Neil a perfect fit. Uh, if you look at the way his style of play, um, I think that it's more suited to Manchester United. It's quicker. He's uh, He's got ability on the ball, can pick a pass. So I think that this is the sort of player that uh, Manchester United would do well to get. However, Lazio has w- got Would he find United attractive though? And I know I the United so. fans here. Would, would, yeah. would he find them attractive? I don't think without so. The pros- attractive. Without no. the prospect I, of Champions I, League? And without the Champions League, without European football, uh, look, it might be conference football, uh, is football it money? in the end. Is it money that, that gets the deal done? Money it's, will it's get... Fair money will get the deal done because this speculation has been going on and on and on and he's a good player but at some point you've got to cash it. All the rivalry. Goal for Liverpool early on Derby Day. All the stars. Cut back and De Bruyne. He made that look easy and I promise you it wasn't. And all the game-changing moments. Aubameyang, can he find a way through? You bet he can. That is top, top class. All the updates from the Premier League on ZFM Sport. Alright, let's go to England where Arsenal manager Mikel Arteta tore into his side after the 2-0 Premier League defeat at Newcastle United last night saying their performance was nowhere near the level needed to play in the Champions League. A Ben White own goal and a late Seven. strike from Bruno Guimaraes sealed the victory for uh, the, the two army and left Arsenal two points or fourth place the North London rivals Tottenham Hotspur with one game remaining. Now Swiss midfielder Granit Xhaka did not hold back his feeling after Arsenal lost. It's um, so difficult to to find the right words now after the game straight, but um, if you don't listen to the coach, if you do your own stuff, whatever you think on the pitch, doesn't work. We are not playing tennis, we are playing uh, football, we are 11 against 11 on the pitch, and we need everyone on the pitch, it doesn't matter the age. And if someone is not ready for this pressure, like today, stay at home, watch a game from home, and that's it. You can't come here and perform like this. This We can't accept it. Um, we look today very, very, very bad. Um, yeah, the game plan was totally different. We played a totally different game. They was running us over in, from the first minute until 1996. And um, today, when you play like this, you perform like this, you don't deserve to play in the Champions League. Z. Uh, Granit Xhaka 
disappointed there and uh, rightfully so Alois because uh, uh, Arsenal this was their race to lose uh, this uh, fight for fourth uh, between themselves uh, and Tottenham Hotspur previously Manchester United and West Ham were in the hunt but those two fell away but uh, they have just uh, lost form at the wrong time of the season yeah I, um, unfortunately so you know uh, some people like us who were the neutrals were rooting for them because of just the amount of work that he had done the way they were playing you know they they were actually very good to the eye you know i i, I was i was beginning to enjoy uh, watching arsenal play i just wanted to have them rewarded with a top four finish and uh, unfortunately they they fell off uh, the wagon when it mattered the most you know they two <laughs> losing two games in a row when you are chasing the top four finish i think uh, it it was not going to happen for them especially losing to spurs who they who, who were actually there it's uh, it seems they couldn't handle the pressure, Chris. Yeah. If you take a look at it's a very youthful side. I think mm. one of the youngest sides, if not the yeah. youngest side in the Premier League. Yeah. And ultimately, it looked like they couldn't handle the pressure at the end. Yeah, it, it, they couldn't handle the pressure. And I think it's also symptomatic of the fact that perhaps... Mikel Arteta didn't do enough in terms of ensuring that they keep the next game on on their minds, that they are mentally conditioned for the fact that they are heading towards the end of the season in high pressure. I think a little bit of a little bit more work needed to be done because the squad is so young. All right, uh, just a reminder, of course, uh, before we uh, announce our competition winner, that there is action tonight in the English Premier League. It'll be Liverpool fighting to stay alive in the title race uh, when they take on South. Hampton tonight. Jurgen Klopp will be forced to make several changes and of course confirmed Mohamed Salah and Virgil van Dijk will not feature in this game but Liverpool knowing that three points or even a draw will take it to the final day. Man City will be watching knowing that if there is a defeat for Liverpool the title is theirs. It is indeed and uh, we now have a winner. Uh, Your Excellency if you could uh, announce our winner for our competition. Yeah, thank you for listening so carefully. So the football goes to Victor from Kwekwe. <laughs> Victor from Kwekwe? Yes, and Victor spelt it very interesting. He spelt it like summer. Oh, yes. yes. You like, summer. <laughs> like, like you heard it. Yes. Like summer, you heard it. Summer, like we are in winter. Thank you so much for joining us, Your Excellency. And uh, hopefully when the season uh, starts again, uh, the German Embassy will be back on ZFM Sport and beat the Botschaft. We'll be back for people to win some great prizes. Thank you. Yes, um, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Awesome. All right, we'll catch you tomorrow for Wacky Wednesday. And uh, don't forget, because don't miss out tomorrow's show, uh, because we have a uh, very contentious discussion on age cheating in school sport, as mm. questions are once again being asked of Churchill's rugby team after they beat Prince Edward in schoolboy rugby. We've got two Prince Edward boys in the studio, and uh, it could make for some very, very interesting listening. So <laughs> tune in if you're a former bulldog or uh, blue blood you want to tune into this show may god richly bless you that's my story and i'm sticking to it manandi out and it's messy it is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet the biggest sports stories chelsea the uefa champions league winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. 
My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madod and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international on your favorite station. My station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.